Hello, and welcome to the Girl I Slept in My Makeup podcast by three sisters who live in three different cities, are at three different life stages, and have three different perspectives. They are excited to learn and grow alongside of you. This is a space full of love and acceptance, no judgment, because let's face it, we all sleep in our makeup. Please welcome Lauren, Megan, and Kristen. Hey, sisters. Hey. Hey. <laughs> that was in together. <laughs> yeah. It's very in sync. In sync. That's what I meant. In yeah. sync. Welcome to another week. Um, yeah. I'm excited for Lauren to tell us about her Great Wall of China experience. I don't know if you've ever talked about it on here. Maybe once. I don't yeah, know I don't she know. has. Maybe in like one of our first five episodes or something, I feel like. Oh, because I share, I didn't really go into it. I just shared the embarrassing story of having to go off path to try to take care of oh, business yeah. <laughs> and oh getting God, caught by the by the local farmer. So I don't remember why I shared that story, but we were sharing most embarrassing stories. I remember that. Yeah, maybe so that's so funny. Was. funny. Mm-hmm. It sounds kind of like you just did the Great Wall of China. This was how many years ago? Is this? Oh, gosh. I think this was oh, – I should go look at the pictures. Let me think for a second. I think it was 2018, so okay. three years ago. And okay. so there was a group of moms in China who decided that we were going to – a big group of us were going to sign up for the half marathon on the Great Wall of China. And most of the moms signed up for intense, like personal training. (laughs) And I did not, there was myself and a couple others that were like, eh, we'll just train ourselves. And that was probably not the greatest decision because (laughs) (laughs) it didn't really happen. And this also was around the time. So actually maybe it was 2017 because this was also around the time when, uh, my husband and I were, getting into, we had already started investing in real estate, but we had a huge deal that was pending. And of course, as this always happens, I feel like, but the timing was just horrible. Like I was up literally, I think till four or 5 AM the morning that we were, uh, I remember that. you remember that? Yeah. And yeah, because story. remember we were like, why does this always happen to you? Cause when <laughs> we ran a 10 K you were up oh, all yeah. night that night too. That's right, because Kai was a baby and he was up throwing up all night, and I literally yeah. got like an hour of sleep. <laughs> yeah, so that pretty much happened again, and I came so close. I remember calling mom and just being like, and she was like, "Lauren, listen to your body. Don't don't do this. Don't push yourself." And I was like, "No, I have to do it. I committed." And she was like, "But you really don't." And I was like, "No, I committed, mom." <laughs> and she's like, "Listen to your body, sweetie." So anyway, I got on the bus, we headed to Beijing from Shanghai and we went and we stayed up in this crazy remote, I don't even know if I would call it a motel, but a really dingy room and that way, because it was right by the start line and that way we could just wake up and go get there. So we did and I it was my first ever half marathon, but... I always tell people it was not a marathon. It was a climb because and maybe we can post pictures so people get a visual, but well, you yeah. can just Google pictures of the great wall of, 
of China and see that it's literally just stairs and then a lot of hills. So first we had to run up a mountain that was paved to get up to the top. So that was the first part. And then once we got on the wall, that was where it was like climb steppers. And anyway, I just, so the reason that I'm bringing this story up is because the other day, a couple days ago, the photos from it popped up on my computer and I just started reminiscing and, and there was a couple of pictures where I just saw it in my eyes where it, <laughs> it took me back to the moment. And I remember thinking to myself, and by this point, I, there was nobody that I knew running with me. They were all ahead of me, I'm sure. And I just remember thinking, I don't, I can't feel my legs and I'm not sure I'm going to make it. <laughs> Mind you, it I was I'm laughing, but no, I mean, like it's funny because it's like yeah. the perfect storm. So I also started my period the day before and my second day of my period is always my heaviest. So that was awesome. Jeez. And there's no like toilets to stop at along the way <laughs> because they don't, you know, they don't have toilets in the area that we were in. They don't have toilets in a lot of places in China. I learned. Yes. So yeah. So I did have like a spare tampon on me and my little uh, fanny pack, but there was nowhere to change it. Anyway, that's kind of beside the point. The point of sharing the story today is that I just remember in that moment thinking how hard, how hard this was. And I just remember praying to God and was like literally visualizing him. Kristen, kind of like the analogy that you gave last week with the dad standing behind the sun. And I just kind of visualized Jesus literally pushing me behind me and just saying one more step, one more step. You got this. Yeah. So I finished the cross, the, the finish line and, um, but it just kind of was a metaphor for me that whenever life gets hard to not forget that while it might seem impossible to us to keep going, that God is the impossible and he can do the impossible and that he's got us. And I think that there's been many times since then where I actually have kind of popped back to that moment in time. And so I think it's just a good reminder to sometimes it's nice to reflect back and just look at all the impossible and hard things that we have overcome and to recognize that God pulled us through and, and that he's got us. Yeah. Megan, what's that quote you posted the other day? I loved it. I don't remember. <laughs> Do you remember? It was around the lines of that. I know that this loss feels impossible to live with sometimes. And yet here you are doing the impossible. What other impossible things might you be able to do? Reminds oh, me of yeah. that quote. Lauren actually what said Lauren that. was saying. Oh, yeah. So true. So I'm like true. trying to think if I have a moment like that in my life where I'm like, I'm like, yeah, I got through that. I don't know if I do. I'm like, oh, no, maybe I need to go climb Everest or something. <laughs> No, like I think through mom passing and like, well, yes, bladder. yeah, yeah. It's like everything that you deal with with your bladder every day. Like you live with like a chronic pain, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I feel like just getting through every day. It's like just a reminder. Like, I, I think the more you go through in life, it is more like, oh my gosh, I got through that. I can do this. You know, it's kind of like even right. me having a third kid. It's super scary, but it's like, 
at this point, I'm like, I can get, I can do anything because God, yeah. like you said, God has got me. So I'm like, mm-hmm. bring it on, you know, bring on what you want for my life is kind of how I feel. Totally. And sometimes I get like living in fear and like, no, wait, just kidding. <laughs> like, yeah, slow down. But yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh my I gosh. Feel like your it's... Great Wall of China story is such a true picture of that funny because you like you were texting us and I think what you wrote God must have known I needed a reminder that when that with him we can do hard things and what I would have said was impossible is just the norm for him and then you said it was my first ever half marathon but to me it was a memory stamp to refer back to when I'm walking through hard to remind me he's got us keep going oh wow yeah I'm such a much better with words than speaking (laughs) (laughs) and (laughs) yeah and you sent a good amount of pictures and it is, we'll post them because it's fun to see. I mean, not only like, I feel like that's a super cool just experience that you had, but just to see the look on your face too. Like miserable, <laughs> yeah. But I think because y'all know me too, you can probably see it in my face where I'm contemplating like, yeah. am I going to make it? Am I going to make yeah. it alive Yeah. <laughs> by the end of this? Because I might not. And well, I told that just in like a 10K, so I can't even imagine. Oh my oh. god, that killed me just doing a 10k. So, I well, for imagine. the if there's any runners listening, supposedly for for that race you add or like the you know serious runners for that race they add 45 minutes to their I guess normal running right. times. So it's known to be a more intense. Like I said, it's not a run. It it is a freaking climb. <laughs> So right, it's just yeah. different. In fact, the training that we did do, even the the girlfriends of mine that did train, they all even said too, they said, I think we should have done way more step training than run training because that's what it was. So right. yeah. Yeah. Like more wow. stair training. Yeah. But what an amazing memory. That's just such a cool thing. I'm glad you did it and pushed through. Yeah. Yeah. No, really after cool. the fact, I was really glad that I pushed through even though did you go eat a donut or something after or? um I'm trying to remember what they served well so as soon as I went through the finish line all the moms were there cheering the ones who finished first and I remember they served beer but I literally waved like gave all them high fives and then darted straight back to the room or to the restroom <laughs> to take care of business because I never got to and oh my literally God. I mean TMI but I was having like it was coming out. It the was tampon bad. was fall, yeah. like pretty much out. So. Oh my God. Yes. Ugh, I can just imagine that sounds horrible. It's like, it's already horrible to just be a woman <laughs> and deal with that monthly, but then running yeah. a marathon with that happening. It's just, I know I mean, it's not going to, it's not going to stay in there. It's yeah. Just, Wait, that just reminds me. Remember when I made y'all ask your husbands, um, this is actually kind of funny. So if you have a husband or a boyfriend out there, y'all have to ask them this question and see if they get it right. It's it was this challenge going around where you ask your husband, what do girls do when they have to pee and they're wearing a pad? And that's all you say. Like, what do girls do? And see what your husband or boyfriend says. It's hilarious. Like, I've only got heard one or two guys get it right. And the rest, like my husband was completely wrong. He said... <laughs> He goes, you just move it to the side and pee. And I was like, absolutely not. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. It's really funny. Sorry, side note. That is really funny. (laughs) 
I, I can't remember what Bobby said, but I think it was really similar to that. And yeah, I'm he definitely sure. didn't get it right. For sure what Chris said, but I'm pretty sure he was just like, what? Like, and just ignore Gross. me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All the different oh personality God. types. That is so funny. That topic took a turn. I like I know. it. Yes, it does. <laughs> it always does with us. Yes. I also wanted to, I don't know that this is super related, but like every week I've just been kind of updating you guys on my spiritual growth class just because every topic seems to be, it really hits home with me, but also I feel like everybody could learn from. Um, And this week was on forgiveness, which it's a hard thing for a lot of people to do, but it's so important. So it it is hard. Yeah. Like how to, what tools? Yeah, what like feelings come up when I say the word forgiveness for y'all? Hmm. Freedom. Letting go of anger. Yeah. Resentment. Yeah. It's so crazy like how the pastor was talking about it and how like obviously he's been pastoring people for, I don't know, over 25 years. The pastor that was talking to us and a lot of people's strongholds or their blocks or even like demons, they're tormenting. Like it all starts with forgiveness. And well, starts with un- be- unforgiveness that they're holding in their heart. And a lot of times they don't even realize they're holding it. He told a story of a mom and I'll tell it too, just because I feel like it was a powerful story of a mom of, I can't remember how many kids he said. She was just this like strong single mom, like awesome lady. And he, she came to him and was just like, you know, I just feel like I'm like, I can't, like, I believe in God. I have this great relationship, but there's no, like, I don't feel that, like, spiritual connection that y'all talk about. Like, I just feel blocked, and I don't know why. And first thing he asked her was, well, he just asked about her life, and she's like, well, I was married before, but we've been divorced. You know, that's over, blah, blah, blah. And she was like, he was like, okay, well, do you mind telling me, like, about him or, like, what happened? And anyways, it turned out that he was abusive. And she and he was like, the first thing he asked her was, well, have you forgiven him? And she was like, oh, I mean, I don't even think about him. Like, that's long gone. I never worry about that. He was like, okay, but have you forgiven him? And she was like, uh, I guess not, you know, like, the more she thought about it. And so he just does this exercise with people. It's super simple. So I feel like it's a good tip. And it's just a prayer. And it's just basically just saying, because Jesus, you have forgiven me, I forgive. You say the person's name and for whatever they've done against you, even as small as like they offended you or, you know, whatever. Right. And so he had, he was saying these prayers with her, like having her repeat after him. And he was like praying for, to release the unforgiveness in her heart. And he said that she stopped, like he, she was repeating everything he was saying. And then right before the releasing the unforgiveness in her heart, she stopped and he kind of looked up and her eyes open and he said they looked like almost like saucers and she was like crying and she like, she couldn't say, she was like, I can't, like, I can't say that. And he was like, basically you're, I mean, I don't know how people think about this, but like. He's like, you're tormenting yourself with you. There's a demon not letting you take, like, let that out. So they prayed away any evil and all this stuff. I mean, the story he told was way better than I'm telling it. And then they prayed for her to be able to release it. And she finally was able to say it. Like, I'm releasing this 
unforgiveness from my heart and I forgive him, whatever his name was. And anyways, it was just a crazy story because he said the minute that happened, like you could just feel like a weight, like just weights being like shedded off of her. So it's just crazy what unforgiveness can really do to your your body and your heart. And I know a lot of people talk about it, but it was just really cool to learn you know, a little bit more in depth and go in depth yourself about it to figure out like, are there things I'm holding on to that I'm not even realizing I'm holding on to, you know, that are actually hurting me? Because it's, you know, the the common saying like not forgiving somebody is like drinking poison and expecting the other person to die. But yeah. really it's you that's hurting. So true. Yeah. So we went through like a lot of Bible verses, obviously. I can read one. I mean, there's so many that tell you to forgive <laughs> and to love your enemies. So it's obviously super important as far as God has been telling us to forgive for a long time. Like Jesus forgave us for everything for that we've done and that we will do. So it's our responsibility to pass that on is kind of like the, I guess, summary of the story that I'm trying to say. One thing that I really thought was super helpful is forgiveness is a daily choice because sometimes I'll like think I've forgiven something and then like something will come up and I'm like, oh my gosh, why? Like, why am I thinking about that again? And so immediately when I thought about it, I was like, you know what? I already forgave that and I'm moving on. And like it took it out of my brain to like cycle through whatever I was working through in my head. So forgiveness is a daily choice. They said forgiveness is a releasing of the offense and offender. It doesn't say the offense was okay, but we're releasing it. It is a gift we give ourselves and it's the least that we can do. Another part of the teaching that I love was, you know, your heart is healing when you can pray for those who have hurt you. When what was once emotional is becoming historical, so something of the past, and then when it starts to dream again, when you start to dream again. To forgive, we need to set the offender free from the offense, release the offender to God, and pray for the offender. So he was going as far to say like even little offenses that happen throughout the day when we are holding on to those you're actually welcoming in torment into your life so it's so interesting the way he was super passionate about it and I was like whoa like I've never like gone in depth like that like he did so I'll kind of share some of the questions that you can kind of ask yourself just to kind of I don't know do a little summary of how you're doing as far as forgiveness goes And feel free, if y'all want to answer these questions, we can. (laughs) Who is the most difficult person for you to forgive? Yourself, others, God. So I think there's moments where we have to forgive ourselves, obviously others, and then God too. So when he was walking, he walked us through a prayer at the end. And I just went through all the stuff in my head to forgive everybody. Even if I already felt like I forgave God for mom's accident, I was like, I'm going to do it again. (laughs) Like I'm just going to keep going. So that's one question you can write down and maybe just journal about. And the question two was, can you identify someone in your life that you need to release? And then the other question I'll say, is there anyone that you want to forgive right now? So those were the main questions. And then another part that really stuck out to me because I'm a person that builds walls around myself to keep myself safe, I guess you could say. Mm -hmm. Um, But he had said something that I was like, oh, wow. The walls you build to protect yourself are also the walls that torment you, isolate you, and imprison you. Truly trust God to protect you instead. 
and it's just such a hard thing to do. <laughs> yeah, um, for sure. Gosh, yes. So yeah, it's a I lot. think that's a lot. It's such. Yeah. No, it's good. And I was like, oh yeah, I should forgive this person. I need to forgive that person. <laughs> Making your list. <laughs> yeah. 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 Checking it twice. I feel like in exactly. my personal life, it's been forgiving others I would say has been more challenging than God or myself just in response to your question one Megan yeah and I think probably the hardest time times to forgive is when the so-called offender hasn't you know doesn't apologize so forgiving without any type of remorse or apology I think has been the hardest thing in my personal life, but I will say that it's, it's possible with God, you know? So, yeah, I agree. I think that I'm the same way. So, Mm -hmm. and it's super freeing. Yeah. It hit home because it's easier to say than do. But I think when he really talked about how the Bible goes into, there is a story in the Bible and it's like two people and one gets forgiven, but then he doesn't forgive the other one. It was to do with money. I'm, I don't know. I don't remember the story exactly. <laughs> I need to look it up, but he told this story where it was basically just showing that whenever you don't forgive, you're the one, like, I know it's something people always say, but you're truly like releasing torment on your own life. So it just seems like such a simple thing, even if the person does not deserve it at all. You know, like it says, bless those who curse you and pray for those who mistreat you. And I know it's so hard to do, but. Yeah. yeah. And you said this last week, but just how all the self-help recommendations, or I wouldn't, I won't say all, but a lot of the self-help stuff out there, they talk about forgiveness too. And it's just interesting how a lot of it, you can track back to the Bible and how much the Bible says about topics with that. And yeah, I think that, you know, it's, it's not just a Bible thing, but it's also actually when we interviewed pastor Ben, I think he talked about forgiveness and how Mm -hmm. it's, it's science backed, you know, what it releases whenever you forgive. And so even if something, you know, if faith is hard, for somebody out there and science makes more sense that, you know, it's not, it's not just something of the Bible, but it's also science, you know? Right. Yeah. But it is in the Bible. So <laughs> yeah, it's like science has proven the Bible, right? Yeah, exactly. Um, I was just going to say one more thing I thought of too, that he said I, or in the Bible, I think it's in Matthew. He says, Lord, how many times shall I forgive my brother or sister who sins against me up to seven times? And Jesus answered, I tell you not seven times, but 77 times. And I didn't realize I've heard that verse before, but seven is the perfect number in the Bible, like of completion. So when he says, but 77 times, he's actually meaning like infinity of times. Like there's no, however many times that you have to, like you will, you always forgive. And I was just like, woo. Okay. Mm-hmm. All righty. Got it. I love it. Yeah. No, I think that's great. So to recap just all the things yeah. of today's conversation, it's <laughs> – I like to recap. Is that weird? No, I no I'm just laughing because we were kind of all over the place. 
<laughs> well, to recap, ask your husbands. No, I'm just kidding. To recap, <laughs> it's, you know, defining a moment in your life where you can reflect back and be, tell yourself, okay, I got through this. What else can I get through? And wait, Kristen, or, sorry. That's number one. But you said that you did, you were having trouble thinking. I think you moving to Nashville, not knowing a single soul, like that's a big thing, you know? Yeah. So yeah. I think was. that we might, people out there might have a reaction like you did. Like, Hmm, I haven't really done anything big, but you have. So just think harder. Yeah. <laughs> I got to think hard over here. No, I think I, people too, like I'm really I hard on myself. So like anything that I have done that m- people might consider big things, I'd be like, that's not big, you know, <laughs> but it is. So don't, yeah. So don't put a scale on what you've done big. So reflecting and, you know, having that moment. And then um, with Megan, everything you said, I just love it. Just forgiveness and asking yourself those questions like who, um, can you say them one more time just to like reflect? Yeah. So they were, who is the most dif- difficult person for you to forgive yourself, others, or God? All the above. <laughs> Can you identify someone in your life that you need to release? And is there anyone that you want to forgive right now? And I love the right now because a big thing I forgot to actually, sorry to add in one more thing, but he said forgiveness is for right now. Like he has a lot of people that's like, well, I'm working on forgiving them. Like it's a process. And he's like, no, it's not. It's right now. It's a daily choice. Yes, you will have to continue to focus on forgiving them. But forgiveness is for right now. It's not a process. It's not something that you need to work through. It's actually something you can do right now if you pray to God to help you do it. Um, and I really loved that because I think I too was thinking like, you know, it'll take time. <laughs> Amen to that. Yeah. All right. Mayan, do you want to take us on that note out with a prayer? Oh, sure. Give Lulu a break. Yeah. All right. <laughs> well, thanks for listening to our I don't know. Was that a <laughs> such a random chat? Yeah, but I like I it. I love our random sister chats. Okay. Good. Yeah. And I will close us in prayer. If I can breathe. Sorry if it sounded weird throughout this episode. I'm at that point in pregnancy already where I feel like I can't breathe. So, <laughs> dear Jesus, thank you so much for everything that we're learning every day and all of the people that you're bringing into our lives to teach us through you. And we just love you so much. And we're so grateful for this journey, even though sometimes it's exhausting and hard and feels like we're walking up the stairs of the Great Wall of China on the second day of our period. (laughs) Um, We're just so grateful and we will continue to run this race one step at a time with you behind our back. Um, And we just love you so much. And I pray for everybody listening that they know you and love you and feel your presence and your peace around them this week. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. 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 That was an awesome prayer, Megan. Good job. Oh, yes. Thanks. Good job. Getting braver. <laughs> <laughs> You're over in my praying. praying. All right. Well, I love you guys. Bye. 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 Thank you for listening to another week of Girl I Slept in My Makeup. If you like us, rate, review, and subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. 
And if you want to learn more about us or get in touch with us, go to our website, girlisleptinmymakeup.com, where you'll also find links to our Instagram and Facebook. Thank you so much for listening. We really appreciate it and yeah, make it a great week. God bless.